0: We are back in the studio, the home of Critical, the home of the Critical Network, the home of me, your hosts, Nick and David, and you, Nick, and ready to kick off another episode.
1: David, I've never been more ready in my life. Just
0: hang on one second. Yeah. All right. And we are back here in the Critical Headquarters. I'm so excited to be back for another episode. We're on episode number five, Cinco, num, Numero Funf. A lot of people thought this uh, this whole show would not get to episode two, like most podcasts out there. We've been just getting over hurdle after hurdle, bashing through the gates of all the castle walls, of all the intellectual curiosity and criticism that people thought wasn't possible, and here we are.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a real uh, exciting
0: Uh, Kind of climb to take. Uh, I'm as surprised, I think, as the listener. uh, Well, all of our listeners here, we're glad to have you back. Uh, We want to welcome all the newcomers, all the new critters out there who are just signing up, just hitting that subscribe button. Uh, We want to thank you. Uh, I have a bit of housekeeping to do before we kick off the episode, and then we'll just jump right into the episode. And I want to, first of all, talk about Patreon. Patreon has been just expanding like like nobody's business. It's climbing the ranks like we, we first of all, we got to number one on iTunes. That was huge. We got there on episode three. Being number one on iTunes was absolutely colossal for us. That was our goal. That was our stated goal. We got there very quickly. And, you know, none of that would have happened without without your support, without you hitting subscribe. But the thing you got to do after you hit subscribe is you got to support the podcast. Now, we have been getting amazing support from the folks out there, from all the critters, and it's been extraordinary. You're, uh, They're already enjoying their rewards uh, on the Patreon page, and I just want to shout out to some of those folks. Uh, it's telling me I have the wrong password here. Hold on, what's the password for the... Pa- uh, oh, uh, it's... it's, uh, it's uh, wait, no, don't, don't, don't... We're recording.
1: It's for Patreon? Yeah. Uh, it's... I think. Or is it just... For Patreon, it might just be...
0: Okay, okay. Please cut that out. That's a note. Cut that out. Okay. So uh, I got to shout out all our Patreons because we have been have this is almost getting too many. We don't want to make this intro too long because people want to get into the episode. I want to get into the episode. You want to get into the episode. I just want to shout out to all the folks out there that have hit that subscribe button and then gotten to the next level and become Patreon. A Patreon, Patreon is going out of control here, and I've just been... Here we go. I hit the community page. Are we
1: trending on Patreon?
0: Yeah, definitely. We're we're, we're on our way to number one on Patreon, but that's the next uh, hill we got to climb. Um, where are our... Here we go. Patrons. Uh, we have... Uh, where the... Uh, hold on. Unreal. Oh, here we go. Here we go. New patrons. Want to shout out to Brad. Thank you, Brad. Want to thank out to Samuel, uh, to Adam, to uh, Robbie... And to Adam, and uh, two Adams, hey, Adam and Adam. I hope you don't mind us shouting out your name on the air. Uh, thank you so much for your support. We got lots more. We got lots more. We don't even have time to get into them, and we don't like talking about all this fundraising stuff, right? No, we
1: want to get past this. I think this is maybe the last um, episode you'll hear where we're trying to really ask for money. I think we've gotten to a point where it's almost self-generating at this point. Um, And we do want to thank those Patreon critters. And we do want to let you know that we have goodies for you. This is not just uh, uh, you show your support with money and that's all you get is the thing that all these other people get, these freeloaders. No, you are in the elite class of critical. You're going to get access to some dynamite bonus cards content, that we're going to be unleashing on you any day now. So just stick around for that.
0: I don't know if people are going to be ready for that, but when that drops, when that finally drops, I think people are going to have their their minds just exploded into pieces. Absolutely. You're not going to have a, a, a consciousness left. Well, uh, so so, I just want to say thank you to all those all those folks out there. Thank you to everyone that's been reaching out to us on Twitter. Thanks to everyone that's been reaching out to us on Instagram. I think we had a trending um
1: a, t- a trending topic we were a part of last week that was pretty interesting. Oh yeah, I think uh, I, I saw that. I don't know if it was us directly engaging with this hashtag, but I did notice that when we kind of joined in with this um this hashtag kind of fun conversation. Um, I did notice that it did trend shortly after, so I really think that's also a cool thing. It seems like there's a lot of momentum behind um, the social media, which
0: which probably contributes to how well it's doing on iTunes and, and the Patreon. Well, I know that we're definitely leaving the conversation in the podcast sphere, and it doesn't surprise me that this is extending outward to the social media world, because yes, that is the place where we're doing a lot of promotion we got to promote the show we got to give out free con. we're giving out not only the podcast is free but all of our all of our social media you can follow us on there and everybody who's already listened to this uh, you already know it. you're already following but just for the newcomers because there's a lot of you uh, i want to just say it's we're, t- we're on twitter at the critical pod you can tweet at us you can follow us there you can use the hashtag hashtag the critical pod uh we're on facebook uh, uh facebook slash the critical pod we're on patreon of course uh, Patreon really important. Patreon slash the critical pod keeps it going. Patreon keeps it going, and that's a really core thing with us because what we like to do is, you know, we need to what we're basically transitioning our careers into uh, Patreon, and I've been looking up. We're on uh, 20, 28 dollars a month now, and that's that's like fourteen each, and probably thirteen each after the we get the after the Patreon takes our cut. So, but you can get like um, large quantities of rice and beans and uh, flour. And then basically you can live, it's possible for us to get fully independent, fully move on to the pa- on, onto Patreon dollars uh, pretty soon. And that will be great because it means that our whole life will be suspended on Patreon. And that, that's where we're getting to, is being independent creators suspended on the support of our fans. So th- shout out to everyone who's on Patreon. I just want to also quickly mention, if you want to write us fan mail, if you want to send us attachments, um, and fan, fan art and stuff, we're at uh, thecriticalpod at gmail.com. That's where we are there. Um, uh, we are on iTunes. You can uh, hit us up on iTunes. You're probably listening to this on iTunes now. Uh, why not leave us a five star review? There's uh, lots of other people out there who've been leaving five star reviews. Thank you. Uh, for any newcomers here who are enjoying it, why not just like open up that app, just press that home button on your on your iPhone, and head over to the podcast uh, app and, and, and give it a five star review? It's really quick, just takes two seconds. And uh, give us a five star review, and then if you're really enjoying it, why not drop over to the Patreon and just drop us a couple of bucks there? Because that also keeps the show going and keeps keeps us going, and uh, you know uh, allows us to keep recording this stuff. Pays for oh, we're also on SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud at uh, SoundCloud slash. The Critical Pod. And SoundCloud also has links to the things like Twitter and the Patreon where you can go and uh, support us there as well. So follow us on all the networks and uh, and you can support us too. So that's really great because ultimately... Uh, we can survive and keep the thing going. Yeah, and it's really been
1: incredible to see this thing grow. Every week, it just keeps growing. I really thought there would be a kind of a downtick, but we've been looking at all the analytics and we've been noticing this upward trend that um, as we keep going and growing as a show and growing with knowledge and with entertainment, um, so do the audience. And that's been so cool. I also just want to give a quick shout out to Allison in Vancouver who sent us over a check in the mail and that's been really helpful. We're adding that to the pile and it's just cool to see that there's so many different ways that you can lend your support um, financially. After
0: this, we can go and cash that.
1: Yes, I think we can cash it. We can put it towards some more of the good stuff, some more pre-research caffeine maybe. We can get a jolt of caffeine and then just get right back to episode six because in episode six i gotta say is some of the pre-research we've been doing has been really cool i, I think that one i almost i almost want to jump over this episode and get to episode
0: six well we can't do that because this episode is solid gold this is a really this is one i've been looking forward to since the dawn of the podcast um ever since we we started this we've been on the lookout for great guests and we've had so far really wonderful guests we've had michael Sarah. Uh, and uh, that that was our launch uh, launch uh, first time uh, working with another guest, and we, we thought, hey, this is working out so great. You know, we have great back and forth. We love talking. We love talking about the show. We love we love talking about our supporters and our listeners and everything. But we also love talking to other people, and we love talking about topics. When you have a topic, you can really break it open and like get all these different points of view on it. Exactly. That was really enlightening and, and really special. And so we thought, why not do it again? And uh, I thought we couldn't top that one, but I think this is really going to top it. I mean, I think a lot, lots of listeners out there are going to be really rearing at the bit, probably like dying for us to get the episode already. We should jump into it. But this was a really big one and a colossal notch in our uh, in our in our belt uh, for, the, for the podcast. And I'm really psyched about uh, getting into this one.
1: Yeah, I think with this with this episode, we should we should jump into
0: it. I just got a little bit more housekeeping as well. That uh, I just want to say, we're also going to be doing posts and media goodies on the Patreon as well. It's not only oh. you get these bonuses every. Uh, with different tiers so if you're given ten dollars you twenty dollars thirty dollars you're going to be getting a different different set of goodies but the goodies are are going to be d- multimedia they're going to be different forms they're going to be audio they're going to be video they're going to be uh text based they're going to be all sorts of stuff and with all of that again it's exclusive to our patreon patrons so i just want to do some housekeeping there and um Brush that
1: away. Yeah. I also just wanted to say, um, you know, talking about guests and the exciting guests we've had in the past and we are about to have in the present and then we're going to have in the future. I was thinking, you know, I've, I've been going back to the um, Matrix Energetics. I really think the instructor, uh, Richard Bartlett, would be such a fantastic guy to get in and just pick his brain a little bit. You know, I don't know what you think about that. I, I noticed you didn't you did not come to the last seminar. Um that we had the, the master energies dynamic seminar.
0: Um, yeah. I was just kind of, I just, I was, I was working on the show and kind of, kind of busy, but yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, who, who is this guy?
1: Well, he's the, he's the founder of matrix energetics and I really do feel, I don't want to overstress this, but I really feel like some of the tools that I've picked up in, in just, just going to three of these, uh, seminars has really kind of opened me up to to new possibilities with mind expansion, conscious expansion, um, and just uh, you know unblocking and kind of reprogramming. You know, which I think is part of what makes us critical is that we can reprogram ourselves, we can unblock ourselves, and um, and I think it's it's actually only helping me get more um, attuned to the world and really uh, use some of that um, actionable intention and kind of manifest a little bit more. Than, than possible. You know, David, I, I'm a manifestor and I think you are too. So I think this is really something you you get really into, this kind of yeah, flowing awareness. I think that it's something that I really... Uh, think that you would be right up your alley and I, and I know it's helped me
0: yeah I don't know if I if I need it to be honest I, I, I think I'm pretty sharp and I'm pretty critical a person and when I uh, look at the world I like to have a point of view on it and I like to you know my worry about uh, this conscious uh, uh, any of this uh, these techniques or something is that it makes you uh, you know it might affect your uh, how, how critical you are and, Well you know, it's not a technique It is a technology I do have to yeah, say Yeah uh, People that listen to the show I think They love our critical edge And people have been tweeting At, uh, at us Saying that We love the edginess Of the show We love what you're doing Because you're fearless in how you you come to these topics and you're able to just give your opinion on it, and you know sometimes we don't agree on stuff, and sometimes that well you know sparks will fly on the show, and that's really important too, and I don't mind for those sparks to fly, and I I just think for that to happen, you know, you need to have like a pretty sharpened point of view, you got to be sharp as a sharp pencil, you know. Pro, uh, it's cool to explore these things, and it's cool to I I, I you know I fully support you, buddy. You want to do this uh, these things. Um, I just I just kind of worry about. Uh, you know some of these groups are. There might be. You know, maybe from somebody's point of view, uh, it's bad or good, but uh, it's both, or maybe neither. But we we have to keep it. But we got to be able to look at stuff and say that's bad, that's good, because that's what people love in the show. They love us Absolutely. just coming up to a thing, seeing that, seeing that unbreakable wall, and just bashing through it with our with our research and our facts and our uh, our, our point of view. David, the show is becoming less. To me like a
1: podcast and more almost like a public service we're kind of announcing these these kind of necessary sort of um subjects i mean the, today's episode it, it's 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 a crucial episode i don't think there's any any um fat in this at all it's all muscle it's all grizzle and muscle and i, I can't imagine um anyone l- not listening to the show and not getting something um, out of it. It's, it's got science, it's got um, education, and it's got safety. And I think with, with public safety being such a the thing that it is these days, um, I don't think there's anything more relevant um, than today's episode.
0: Well, I, I definitely think that if you're out there and you're subscribed to the show, you know, why not, if you're a patron of the show, if you're one of our gold star uh, critters, think about increasing your donation. That would be great. Uh, you know, for me, the most important thing is going to be coffee. I'm a coffee guy. I love my cup of coffee in the morning. Uh, I love when we're doing the housekeeping here for the uh, for the show. We're talking about what we're going to unpack. I, uh, I really like a cup of coffee and a, a strong cup of coffee. I like a really black coffee, strong coffee. And, and that's what that's what keeps me going keeps me fired up all oh, right low oh yeah gotta try this dandelion
1: tea it's really incredible it, it gives yeah, you the, the same the, benefits without all the caffeine it makes you less jittery
0: yeah but I'm a coffee guy I I, I have to say like I, for me I, I gotta stay sharp but but if you increase your donation you know Nick will get his, his dandelions tea and I'll get the the hot strong cup of coffee that I need to keep us going and we're gonna keep the energy high and we're gonna jump right into the episode because this is a, a real amazing episode. This week's guest is Mr. Jason Walliner. Really excited to have him on. It was it's so great to have him in the studio, right? Oh, it was
1: an absolute treat. Um, I'd met him a few times through you, yeah. but uh, I didn't know quite how um, whip-smart he was. He really had a way to um, cut through the chaff and just get to the heart of the, the subjects that we, we, we broached.
0: Yeah, he. I, I think it helped that we've had so many episodes out there already, and you know, Jason was a fan and already knew how the show works that you know when you come into this critical studios that you know you take off your 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 shell your hard carapace that that you normally have in society uh, and you just let it all out and you're you're not afraid to speak your truth to the people and that's what it's all about and so when he came in here he kind of already was on board with the kind of uh, rhythm of the show and the kind of the way it works and that, that's been great too and a lot of people out there are also you know, really used to you know what we've already established. There's a lot of new people out there, a lot of people that haven't have maybe just hit subscribe but are not yet Patreon patrons. But there are a lot of people out there that already get the rhythm of the show and what we're doing and the way that we cut into stuff. Exactly. They're aware of the kind of chaff-free zone that we have created around the show, where we just uh, we love we love just deep diving. We love just saying, look, put me up to that highest diving board, and I'm jumping off straight to the deep end because. Uh, there's no time to lose. And, you know, time is of the essence. And we always love to just jump into things and jump into it. And, you know, we jump into that metaphorical pool. We ju- jump into the topics and we jump into the core of the topics. And that's important. And, and you know, that's why that's ultimately why that why folks out there are Subscribing in great numbers, and that's why they're supporting in in great numbers too.
1: And we're developing a real following. It's been so fascinating to see. Oh yeah. With episode five, we've got a real, we've got a real following. We've got people like Jason. We've got people like Michael. We've got future uh, guests, I'm sure. It's huge. It's it's been, it's it's kind of been, you know, almost
0: humbling, but then almost. Um. the whatever the opposite of humbling is it's been reaffirming i think to what we're what we're going to bring out right like because when we were we were devising the show back you know the blueprint of critical was uh critical un- uh unbiased as always unfiltered as usual this is critical critical. and that was where we started from and that's where we've kept going to we've stuck to our guns we haven't deviated from that to just jump into this episode uh we had a lot of fun recording this this was a huge episode uh was a great topic this is a topic uh, i did some research on this nick Mm. nobody no other no other podcast out there has been has been tackling the subject it was science was the subject yeah we we because we were looking at like what are these people talking about they're talking about boring stuff oh how about this this uh, this new TV show they're talking about this new TV show and they'll talk about it for hours this new movie. Uh, what about uh, this, this thing that other people are talking about? People are just generally talking about what other people are talking about. And we said, show me a sign. Yeah, exactly, and we got it, and we got it, and we, we took it, and we ran with it, and we jumped over the hills, and we climbed the mountains with it. And that's what this episode is. It's a it's a real study in how you should be discussing these things. Exactly. How we can really move the conversation in America forward. And I know that for me, I know an episode is
1: a smash hit and a success when i get something out of it so deep correct when we hit stop on the mixing board and we step outside of the studio that's when i stop and sit with it yeah it almost is like an unblocking kind of thing but i sit and just let it let it flow and the information that absorbs into me is is significant and it is really interesting to see that I can learn so much from this show. It's not like you and I are doing these shows knowing everything. I learned so much with this with this episode.
0: Well, you know, yeah, I, I feel the same way, Nick. You know, a lot of the times people say that they, they're listening to the podcast and then they have this experience where they take out the earpo- earpo- earbuds and they listen to the world and they the world feels differently. It's like a great novel. They have to hit pause and just take a breather. And just take in like <clears throat> that's why you know we do these episodes. These episodes are pretty tight. We 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 actually do it all in one take, but we do cut it down significantly. You'll have a five-hour conversation; it'll be cut down to thirty minutes because we like to just extract the real essence, the juice from the center of, of the convo and there's lots of good stuff there's lots
1: of good stuff that we have to cut out just for time but there's and that is some of the stuff I think we might give in the bonus content it's just those full unedited conversations because there's so much gold in yeah that.
0: exactly yeah
1: and they tend to run a little longer but I think that's right when you get those longer conversations you get into that flow that rhythm you know it's almost like a hypnotic thing yeah um, and you really almost feel this consciousness shift you know you really feel like you can re-reconfigure the the hemispheres of the brain, and I think that is um, that's almost like a real transcendental kind of uh, yeah, it's, mindfulness, it's just like you know
0: right yeah I I think it's cool I think I think the the, the folks out there you know they might. You might only have the you're you're going to be looking at the time of this episode you're going to be looking at it's going to say 45 minutes an hour whatever it says for that episode that might take you 12 hours to do to actually listen to the whole thing because you'll have to be pausing it every now and again you're you're going to be listening to this and then you know already we've covered a lot of ground but you'll w- w- in the episode itself it's diamond thick with information and so you might find yourself even though it says 1 hour you might find that it takes actually a whole week to get through uh, because of of what we're bringing, the kind of uh, content that we're bringing, and also because of the the uh, the the transformation that your brain is undergoing from from the podcast itself, from the information that we're bringing, uh, and from 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 the way that that feels. So, without further ado, I'd love to uh, jump into
1: this week's episode, uh, David. Just before we do, I did want to take um, a second to do a new little pre segment that um, called one special thing. I don't- Do you want to, Did you want to do this this week or should we save this for uh, next
0: week? Uh, do, uh, we can do it quickly. I just want to jump into the episode because folks out there are really psyched about what we've got uh, okay. lined up.
1: Here. Well, I know this is just a fun little thing. I've, um, I've seen some other podcasts doing it it just seems like a cool kind of... Uh, fun way to engage with the fans and to show sure. show the fans that we're not just hosts of The Critical Pod, we have a life outside of it, you know, like like
0: for instance, The Matrix. I don't Energetics. have a life outside, I don't, I, I, to me, I'm full-time podcast, you know that, Nick. But anyway, please let's do it. I do, I am, and I am also
1: so committed and so focused to the show. I hope so, I hope so. I was browsing YouTube, I was trying to remember this, this video from 2006, um, which is the year YouTube was in was initiated um, and so there was a guy named Noah who took a photo of himself every day and so so uh, for the six years leading up until 2006 he'd been taking a picture of himself every day so I thought right. I thought that was so awesome and um, kind of beautiful and it made me think like I really want to do something like that i don't it might be a sure. little too late but i would like to kind of take a do that kind of thing where we maybe you and i could take photos every day of ourselves in the studio and at the end stitch it together and put it on patreon or something uh, that some, would
0: definitely be a good uh, good little nugget could for be a our, good bonus uh, our plenty. high high tier uh, patreon supporters and so while slash yeah
1: so 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 actually my one special thing is not in fact, that—that that was what I was going to talk about. But as I okay. was as I was surfing and going down the YouTube hole, I came across the Charlie Sheen interview where he talks about um, winning #hashtag winning, and this is when hashtags were so new. Um, and he yeah. and he had the he had the kind of fired up energy, and it was really exciting. And I just it made me think that that you know he brought such a cool thing to the landscape, to the pop culture landscape, and I just kind of wondered. I just hadn't heard about yeah. him in a while. Sure. And I just kind of wonder, what has he been up to? What has Charlie Sheen been up to? If anyone out there knows, let us know. But also just that that old, you know, you pull up that old interview, you go onto YouTube, um, and you just, just type in Charlie Sheen winning. It's just a kind of exciting um, flashback, I guess, into, you know, definitely pre-critical. So that was my one special thing for the week.
0: Uh, D- David, did you have anything for this week, or do you... This week, uh, you know, all I can say is I'm really excited about the episode. My special thing is going to be this episode because I have been dying for this to come out. I think a lot of people out there have been dying for it to come out, raring for it to reach their ears, reach the middle of their brain, reach their really their configuration of the world, their their alignment of the patterns in existence. I love that. How this will actually influence that and impact that and then filter into their filtering of the world itself because that's what I... Love about the podcast is, is how we how we, you know, bring these things. We bring in guests, we bring in topics, we do it all and we do it. We get guests that no one of on the podcast can get. And that's a really important thing.
1: And they listen to the show. They're not just uh, some kind of uh, market sourced, you know, farm tested kind of uh, wholesale uh, guests that we've you know plucked from podcast HQ. These are actual listeners of the show. That's right. This is a dialogue. I know that we've said that uh, before but this really is and and, and the guest is part of this conversation. Yeah. Then I don't think we spend, I really don't think we spend enough time even just acknowledging that we've achieved this uh, exceptional thing in such a short amount of time. No. It it should be noted. It shouldn't be belabored. We should not belabor that point but we should at least acknowledge uh, the kind of thing that we're doing here and then no. get on with the, the good stuff.
0: Yeah, I always want to get on with it and because, you know, the thing is we'll build the laurels but we're not going to rest on them and we already have a lot of them and as far as I'm concerned we're going to be stacking one on top of the other until the end of the podcast. I'm not going to quit I, I, and you're not going to quit. We're going to keep this boat afloat. We're going to keep this ship sailing uh, and we can only do that with your support and it's a really grateful uh, just one last time to all of our Patreon subscribers, thank you so much. You really are uh, the future of, of uh, well, certainly my existence uh, as, as a creative person here in Los Angeles. I've been doing the numbers and I think it's going to be possible in the next couple of weeks for me to transition completely over to Critical. That means that I will not have to do any other projects and that's really going to be a dream come true. So Uh, Thank you to everybody. We're uh, we're patreon.com slash criticalpod. Thank you to all of our existing subscribers and, of course, our patrons as well. Uh, We have a lot in the tank. We've got a lot coming up. We've got a lot of new episodes on the way. I'm really excited about all of them. Please keep listening. Please keep your brain attuned to what we're bringing here because it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great and you're going to really love it. Uh, We love our fans. And also... Uh no love to the haters out there. If you're not listening to the podcast, if you're maybe you're listening and you're not subscribing, you are complicit in hating critical. Do not be a complicit hater because we're here for the fans and we're only doing this because you're out there, you're supporting us. Exactly. And yeah, and so that about wraps up this intro. I'm really excited about this week's episode. Please enjoy Critical. 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 I
2: love it. Unfiltered as usual.
3: Unbiased as
2: always. This is
3: Phenomenal. Cool. It awesome.
0: It's still the best.
1: Hey, David, how you doing?
0: I'm good. How are you, Nick?
1: I'm fantastic. I'm excited for uh, today's show.
0: Yeah, what have we got uh, coming up today?
1: Um, today was a fun one. We were in the studio with our dear friend Jason Walliner.
0: Oh, how could I forget? Yeah, that was um, that. Today was a really good episode. I, I, you know, I was coming into it. I was a little bit nervous because we're still getting the hang of this thing, and you know, we have we just have important guests coming in, and it's just like a lot of stress and pressure and whatever. I didn't know how this would go, and I, I think it was a blast. It was an absolute, uh, sma- a, real, a real special episode. One of my favorite episodes.
1: Yeah, it was a really cool one. Um, Jason Walliner is someone you may know. He's an actor, a director, a producer, a writer, an editor, a cinematographer, and more. Um, and he, you might know him from, well, what are some of the things they might know him from, David?
0: Uh, known for Eagleheart, The Last Man on Earth, uh, Dinner with Family, with... Brett Gelman and Brett Gelman's family. Nathan, for you. Um, and let's see here. Uh, with Bob and David, Aziz Ansari, dangerously delicious. Okay, we'll glow. edit that out. Patton Oswalt, Fight the Star Wars, Saturday Night Live, Players, 2010 Movie MTV Movie Movie Awards, Shutterbugs, Parks and Recreation, Funny or Die presents Aziz Ansari, Intimate Moments for a Evening, Patton Oswalt, My Weakness is Strong, Randy. The Electric Company, uh, Human Giant, An Evening with Patton Oswald and Other Music, which is a short. And those are just things he's directed, so there's wow. lots lots of other stuff you drill down here.
1: Um, so there's lots of things this this guy has seen and done, and so he brings a real authority and uh, urgency to today's episode, so we were really lucky to have him in, and uh, we had a lot of fun. We hope you have a lot of fun listening.
0: Yeah, it was a great episode. You guys are going to love it. Stick with us to the end. There's a lot in here, and yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening, and uh, enjoy this episode with Jason Walliner.
3: It's critical. it's critical. It's critical. It's critical. It's critical.
2: The critical podcast, the number one critical podcast for everyone. Guest answers and conversations with a critical look at topics in an open forum. Thanks for listening with the critical ear as we gain knowledge not fear delving into topics of the day
3: in a constructive critical way
2: critical is a member of the critical podcast network
0: whoa welcome back we're back i'm so excited
1: it is so good to be back we have such an exciting episode planned i cannot wait to get right into it. That's right. It
0: took a lot of planning, this one. This was like a real, like, you know, forces colliding to make this happen. So really excited to be recording this week.
1: Uh, I don't want to tip the
0: hat a little bit, but uh,
1: Mm. I think there's going to be a couple of... um signs pointing your way about which way this episode uh, is gonna go
0: well great I'm excited for that but first of all let's intro our amazing guest really excited to have a very special guest on the show this week
1: one of my favorite people
0: yeah really great person person I've been a fan of for a really long time And really glad that we could uh, get him in the studio and get him recording, get this amazing guest on our podcast.
1: He's a great, incredible guest, and he's an incredible person. And you know him, even if you don't know him, you probably know his work. You've been familiar. You've seen the work. You know him as a director. You know him as a writer. You know him as an actor. Just an all-around talented
0: person. Yeah, real renaissance man. All our critters out there, please give a warm welcome to our very special guest, Jason Walliner. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me thank you so much for being here really glad to have jason Wallner on the show now jason is a verified person on twitter right that's correct do yeah you know, uh, do you know
1: when you were verified
0: um 2011 i think wow that's a really long time ago that's A really long time yeah ago. it was early and so jason Walner, for anybody out there there's like the three listeners that don't know jason Wallner, uh he's an incredible filmmaker director writer director uh, working the space of comedy and drama and all sorts of different uh, creative uh, things like that There
1: isn't really a genre you won't touch is is that right?
4: That's right. It's super exciting to be on this I'm such a fan
1: We're so excited to bring you on board because we know that you're a pretty critical person too. Is that right?
0: That's right Yeah I mean like if you're working in Hollywood, I guess you got to be like this is good. This is bad You got to do that a lot isn't that and right? quick too. You have to be
4: on the ball. Is that
0: right? That is really all it is, and so basically it's like critical
4: twenty four seven basically
0: wow, and so uh, your writer, your director, do you ever do music or things like that
4: uh no, not not uh, yet and
0: do you do any podcast have you have you do you have a podcast or uh not currently right well anyway, we're really happy to have you here. We think podcasting is like basically the next Hollywood it's what's gonna happen you know when Hollywood sort of winds down um not to say that we don't also want to
1: transition into bigger. better things of course
0: no that's the thing is like it all comes up together so when we make podcasts we want to be like you know writing and directing and doing things like that eventually and And taking
1: the show on the road and coming out to you to the listeners all across this country and the
0: world yeah exactly there's nowhere we won't go but um uh you must have been lots of different places is that right jason i've traveled around quite a bit yeah Yeah, that's cool so people out there probably know you from things like uh eagle heart amazing tv show on adult swim is Uh, that right thank you yeah i worked on that show And uh, now you're working on uh, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, You're working on uh, like movies and things like that.
4: A lot of stuff um, brewing uh, kind of. A lot of irons in the fire. A lot of irons in the fire. Yeah, same here. Yeah,
0: we got a lot of of irons in the fire. Definitely in a bit of
1: a holding pattern. And that is kind of some of the reasons why we need your support. We have a lot of things going on. And we need the time and the energy and the resources to be able to do it. So it really means the world. If you just kick us a few shekels, you know, you can hit us up on Venmo. Um, i'm at nick thorburn
0: i'm at david o'reilly and yeah we really appreciate all of your support it keeps the lights on yeah getting that high speed wi-fi and stuff like that you need for a podcast all of that really helps um jason in your world like in hollywood and stuff uh when you're making things like how do you get money um you know a lot of times you have to go to
4: companies uh to ask for money and work with them for a while but um Honestly, I think what you guys are doing—I uh, think you're doing the right thing.
0: Yeah, because I, you know this is listener supported. Like a lot of the times in the, you know mainstream, people go out and they pitch and they ask these big companies, "Hey, can I do this or can I not do this?" But yeah, we're out here basically like you know bootstrapping it, like doing it totally independently, and uh, we don't have a boss. You know, we we're out here just. Um, our fans support us, and that means the world to us, and that's how we do it. And, you know, it's cool to do it both ways, but, you know, this way, I think, is like truly like the future. It's really like independent media, and it's where it's all headed, you know? Yeah, I
4: think you're cutting out, you know, uh, kind of a lot of that big corporate um, red tape and going right to the fans. And um, I think that's kind of where it's all heading.
1: It's really cool. Yeah. So, without, I think without further ado, why don't we jump into what do we got going on today, David?
0: Oh, really exciting episode today. Today, we're going to be talking about a thing that you see every single day, but you might not realize that there are so many different kinds of that thing. And so today we're going to be talking about signs.
1: This is a really exciting one. We had a lot of fun putting this one together.
0: Such an experience, just uh, collecting and sorting all of the information and uh, I
1: actually now that since we've done all this research and stuff, I actually way more aware of signs now than I used to be
0: same here I used to just when I see a sign I would just normally pass it or not look at it now I'm like oh I recognize that you know so it's part of my world
1: how about you Jason
0: yeah
4: I mean they're all around us and it is a thing you you really pay no mind to uh, at all during the day and so um, when you emailed me and told me that's what this one was about um, I did get excited I did find my experience of a day was very different uh, thinking about it, looking at it, noticing uh, what what was around us.
1: Were you aware of the parking signs out f- when you parked uh, to come inside and do the podcast? Just now?
4: Yeah. Yes.
1: That's such a cool thing to be able to have it be in the real present you know and have it be really real
0: yeah because like when you listen to a podcast and you you sort of gain that knowledge it really changes your experience of the world and you go out and you just see it with fresh eyes you see it new and signs are one of those things that you just see all over the place i mean they're just ubiquitous i mean where are there no signs right All of civilization is just a whole bunch of signs and uh, there's so many different types of them that it's kind of bamboozling and we really hope with this episode that we're able to just help you navigate through it and help you find the right path through all the different signs and uh, get you on track, get you to know what type of sign that is. Is it a sign I should take? Is it a good sign? Is it a bad sign? Some signs are bad. Some signs are good. You never even know. But seeing the sign, knowing what it is, getting an idea of it, that's what this is all about and... Really excited to bring this episode to you guys.
4: Yeah, it's cool. It can be very overwhelming out there. Um, And so I I think this is, um, you know, not only having some fun, but actually doing a a service to people.
0: That's right. Yeah, Yeah. because, you know, we have things like, you know, public broadcasting, as we know it, is kind of over. Mainstream media, as we know it, people don't trust it. So all that's left is things like this, things like independent media, where guys like us, who are just like you, Getting out there, putting our voices out there, collecting the information, delivering it to you in a podcast format. Where if you're driving down the road now, as you're listening to this, on your way to work, on your way to see your hey, husband what does or that wife,
1: upside down triangle mean
0: exactly. You don't even know. And but once you we, I think we get through this episode, we really dive in, dive deep, unpack this stuff. You're going to be looking all around you and seeing all these different signs and thinking about what they mean and knowing about them if they're good or if they're bad. So and this is actually something people study they
1: they get degrees in this kind of stuff it's called Probably. it's called semiotics so it's it is oh. actually
0: the study of signs
1: which is oh. kind, of, kind of a cool
0: i think a lot of our listeners don't really mind about it. they just want to know about those signs well I mean, and
1: we're cutting through the kind of bureaucratic red uh,
0: tape of uh, of hollywood basically of
1: hollywood and of education we're sort of bringing you the information directly that's right that's for right for free which is a, a cool service so. which
0: is cool yeah i mean it's not totally free obviously it costs money to put this stuff together and you know that's that's where you come in that's where like you know our the fourth guest uh, here in our podcast uh, arrives in, but we're really excited to have Jason Walner. He's a guy that he knows what's good, what's bad. He's just like us.
1: This is my favorite. I think this is my favorite guest. That we I think have. it's my favorite oh, guest thanks, too, guys.
4: I'm really happy to be here.
1: We're such big fans of your work. Um, without further ado, let's let's jump into
2: it.
0: Yeah, let's talk science. <laughs>
2: There's a storm coming up and I gotta prepare
3: myself Cause this feeling's getting stronger every day
0: First up, Jason. Why don't you start us off? Uh, first up, we have a warning
4: sign. Um,
0: what was your take on that?
4: I liked it. I really liked it. Um, it's kind of a triangle shape uh, with rounded edges, uh, black border and a yellow uh, fill, mm. and it's got an exclamation point. And honestly, mm. if we if we weren't doing this, I would see that I would not know what it what it meant. But it's a warning sign. Right.
1: It's yeah. It's definitely warning you about something with the exclamation point. It's not a question mark.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This was a definitely like for me. I like this sign. I saw it. I realized that this is something that's really useful because sometimes you need to be warned about stuff and you approach something, you just see it and you're like, oh, that's a warning. I need the warning. The exclamation point lets me know. Stay away. Interestingly though, you know, sometimes I'll see a text message with an exclamation point. I don't mind that, you know, that's not something to be warned about. So all of our listeners out there, See an exclamation point? They might think I should be afraid. Actually, no warning sign. If it's in a yellow triangle, it's a that's yellow when it's a, triangle, exactly yeah. yeah.
1: That's a good sign. I I like this one too. I liked oh, really? it also. Yeah,
0: sign me up. All right, so we're gonna sign off on that. Yeah, let's sign off on that and uh, let's uh, sign off
4: on that. All right, why don't we go ahead with the next sign, David?
0: Well, we can go ahead only so far because the next sign is a stop sign, and a stop sign is really interesting. One of my favorites. Absolutely different to the other signs, and it an absolutely. Critical sign. Critical, critical, critical. Uh, out in the world, stop sign is something you're going to see a lot of. Stop sign, S-T-O-P, written on a red shape, and the red shape, I think, is is an octagon. Is it? Is that right?
4: It looks to be an octagon.
0: What do you think, Jason? Is that an octagon?
4: I am done counting. It is an octagon.
1: This is a classic sign, and I think people all over the world use this sign. It's kind of a universal sign, uh, and even in different countries where English might not be the spoken language, you're still gonna see STOP, which is really cool, um, and it shows how far the English language has come, um, and has become a lingua franca, as they say. So I think it's a good sign, and I like it a lot. Uh, yeah. Jason, I have kind of a feel?
4: kind of a funny story about. Um, this sign. I was in France a few weeks ago. You guys know they have a lot of roundabouts. In uh, That's
0: right. Yeah, a lot of roundabouts. We just talked about Europe, and actually, yeah, uh, Europe That's has a lot of roundabouts. Yeah,
4: and um, and those you just kind of go through, and in uh, West Hollywood, uh, there's one um, near Santa Monica, and there are four stop signs. So not only was there a roundabout, but the stop signs are so kind of in vogue
0: here, there were four stop signs and a roundabout. That's really crazy. That's really cool. Yeah, wow. Yeah, stop signs are more like in Europe, roundabouts, America, stop signs.
1: There's also a really cool thing you can do with stop signs that people are doing now, which is putting a little sticker of something that they would like to stop underneath it so you'd see hate or or fear. Uh, And so you could put that underneath the stop sign in the same font and in the same color scheme. And it looks as though it's saying not just stop your car because there's a stop sign, but stop fear or stop, stop. hate. Hey, you know what stop. I
4: wouldn't like to see is one that said stop stop signs.
1: That would be kind of an interesting funny thing to do though. But yeah. it's a good sign. We it's probably a, yeah. shouldn't have. I actually knew a kid in my hometown in Canada who pulled out a stop sign um, right Ooh. by my house and uh, four people were killed so definitely a reason why stop signs are important. They keep people alive so I think that's maybe yeah. the best sign and I really like
4: this I don't song. know. I don't. I think it's going to be tough to top that sign in this list. Can't
0: top the stop. Can't top the stop. Um, I gotta say I actually agree with you guys. Stop sign is an essential one. It's definitely a go for me, even though it's a stop. So, moving on, let's not stop, and let's go towards the next one, which is a regulatory sign, regulatory. So, sign. So,
1: Jason, I didn't know what this was. You, you actually brought this one into us. What exactly is a regulatory sign?
0: You would probably be familiar with it as a
4: speed limit sign. It's just a sign that tells you what the local um, kind of ordinance is in terms of uh, that a rule. That is so
1: cool. Okay. So, what would be an example of like a speed limit that you
4: could go? Um, one would be like speed limit fifty, or uh, for instance, like speed limit sixty. There's also like seventy some places, right? Occasionally, yeah, you'll see a speed limit, 70. It's usually the word speed underneath the word limit, and then probably a two-digit number typically.
0: And normally there's a zero, right? Like you don't see like 72 usually. Not not, uh, typically. Right. So speed limit, uh, regulatory signs... I want to say that these are really crucial, really important things, particularly on the road. These are, we're talking road signs here. A lot of these are, uh, you'll, you'll be driving down the road or walking down the road. And you'll see these things, especially if you're walking, you might not know what they are. If you don't have a driver's license, you might not know what they are. A regulatory sign is going to be dealing with local laws, things like that. And they're really important and they keep us all within uh, the limits. And they fluctuate. So if you see one that says speed limit 50,
1: that doesn't mean all regulatory signs are going to be a speed limit of 50. That could change. So it's important to keep looking at that. And
4: you know what? What's interesting is that doesn't, they don't always tell you when it changes. If you get off, say, the freeway, you can't drive through a neighborhood at 50 miles per hour. Yeah. So so, so there is some guesswork involved.
1: Right, because there could be a stop sign, and you want to be able to stop in time, which is why all signs are kind of
0: connected. But
4: you're probably not going to see a stop sign on a freeway nick i'm I'm joking of course but that that is true what i said
0: yeah that's true that is true that's a good point hey i want to keep this conversation going but now we got to talk about yield now yield is one of those signs that when i was a kid i did not know what it meant because nobody ever says yield when i was a kid i heard stop a lot i heard like you know warning i heard stop i never heard yield and yield is an unusual word and yield kind of This is something that actually I'm going to let you guys lead on because it was one of those ones that I really didn't know. Uh, I know it kind of meant stop, but you have a stop sign and you have a yield sign. So what does yield actually mean?
1: I did a little bit of research into this, which was actually interesting because it is halfway between stop and go. It just means to be aware that stopping is encouraged. Stopping
4: might be in the cards if another uh, car or human being is um, in front of you, basically.
0: So yield kind of implies that there's going to be some thing that prevents you from continuing and so therefore you must yield so yeah and yield is interesting because it's actually an upside down triangle it's a triangle where the flat the the horizontal side of the triangle is at the top of the sign so it's opposite of a warning sign kind of the yin yang of signs is warning and yield because yield is uh, an upside down one, so you know the difference there, and that's really important with signs and knowing that they're different. Yeah, and it's interesting. You
4: can't. They're they're not going to tell you what you're yielding to. You have to yield something. It says it's basically you are not uh, at the top level of power in, at that moment.
1: That's cool.
0: That's right. Because like if you were, for example, in some sort of unusual scenario involving mutated creatures. That were it, like living in a certain ecosystem, like the yield sign would apply to them. But if you are driving down the street, say, and there was like it was a neighborhood that only children lived in, you would be yielding to the children. You would yield to the children.
4: I think it's also it's safe to assume you're going to yield, and this is not spelled out on the sign, but you're going to yield to uh,
0: things only things in front of you. That's actually a good point. Yeah, yield is dealing with things that are in the forward direction, uh, the the kind of vector towards which you're headed, and there are things which. Ultimately, may or may not uh, be imposing on your trajectory. So that's really cool. I think yields are definitely, you know, sign me up. I think they're really important.
4: I mean, it might even be a better sign than stop sign in terms of um, the variety of uh, situations. I kind of like that there could be a bunch of different things that uh, It could just be slow
1: down. You know, it might not be... It, it just means something is happening and you need to be aware. And that's, I think, what all signs are telling you is something is happening and we want to
4: make you aware
1: of it. So that's what's cool
4: about yield.
1: It's kind of like the all-encompassing sign, I think. It's, it's a real like for me. I, I quite liked it.
4: Yeah, I think but it's a great sign. This
1: next one is cool because we all have a deep relationship with this next one, I think. We've all lived on a street or a road with this sign and this is the street name sign.
4: It's your kind of typical green uh, rectangular long sign and um yeah, it's got white They always green, aren't they? Uh in uh the United States I think pretty much typically they're green. Um I'm sure Have you seen have are, you
1: been outside of the country and seen other colors on street name signs?
4: I feel like I've seen like a beige um street name sign somewhere.
1: Yeah, and in Los Angeles, we see blue, too, which is kind of cool. But I think traditionally, it's a green sign, and that generally means that it's a place where people live. It's like a, a residential
4: street. Or even where, where people work, I'd say, right? That's um, Right, yeah. It's a place, uh, basically, it's a place that has been named uh, something.
1: What street did you did you grow up on? Do you know, or do you remember the name? It was
4: an alerting uh, avenue in uh, the Bronx. Oh, that's cool. How about, you, How about you, David?
0: I grew up on a street called the Castle Comber Road in Kilkenny, Ireland. Ireland itself, of course, is a very green place, but the signs are often in white. And the street signs in Ireland are in English and they're in Gaelic or Irish, as we say. So you'll have both languages on the same sign, but they both refer to the same street or the same place. So street name sign, really important. For me, this is definitely a good thing. I really think street signs are important all these streets out there you know when you're traveling around if all streets have the same name you really couldn't go anywhere and so if they have different names you can really go somewhere so like if you lived say on like main street and i lived on main street mm-hmm. like you know we would li- be sort of living on the same street but i live in actually a different street to you mm-hmm. so we're able to have different streets and i can come visit you at your and to do that i need to look at those uh signs so really a really it's valuable really thing
1: really interesting yeah
0: yeah Street signs are also, you know, one of those ones that, where there's just so many of them, you know, you just see them everywhere. There's so many,
1: and you will actually see some of the same street names in different cities and in different towns.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, like, like, uh.
1: Well, like you'll see, there's, like, like you said earlier, Main Street. You'll see Main Street probably in every single town. Oh, really?
4: There's a lot of, um, I, I was looking this up recently. There's a lot of Maple Streets, there's a lot of Pine Streets. Um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, types of trees are a very typical name.
1: That's a go-to. Uh, I...
0: Old fucking bike. motorcycles, always like...
1: Well, you know what's funny about that motorcycle He is he is on a street, and he's actually crossing Vermont Avenue, and he's he obeyed the traffic signs, and, which was cool. And
4: speaking of which, I am looking out your window right now. We've got a blue street sign with white text, so... Oh, so some of Honestly, them are blue. Yeah, what we were saying before is not maybe you never, not entirely you never point, accurate. No, and
1: I grew up actually in Canada where the street signs were white, much like the the ground because it did snow a lot in Canada. Yeah. And so that was a cool sort of different thing. And, and yeah, I also give give street signs a, a, a like.
0: You know, the interesting thing is like, also as we're talking about this, like you can't help but think about we were from places with all these different streets and we grew up on these different streets, but we also got to think about places where the streets have no name right and those are really those are really places that we gotta like really think about and like uh... it's
1: so annoying when you're on a street and you don't see the street name sign and so you feel like you're on a street with no name and you don't know where you are and you don't know what the address is that you're looking for? That can
4: be difficult when they're, um, you know, sometimes they're printed on buildings though, and you have to look at the side of the building and it'll yeah, tell and that's you.
1: That's not, yeah, and that's to me, that's not the same, and I don't like those, but street name signs I definitely like. So that's yeah. a go. I would sign off on yeah,
0: that. Yeah, I think they're yeah. important. I, would, I think it's a great sign. Um, just shout out to all of our listeners out there. What street did you grow up on? Like, what's your favorite street? Please let us know. Uh, we're at the Critical Pod on Twitter. Uh, please just uh, send us a tweet. We'd love to hear from you. Um, that's at the critical pod, and just tell us what streets are good and what you think about street signs. Uh, moving on, well, what, what do we got next here, Nick?
1: All right, this next one's kind of an interesting one. I wasn't too familiar with it, but I did a little bit of research and got a little bit of an understanding of what it is, and that that is the variable message sign. So that's the kind of sign you see on a freeway or an interstate or a highway that's kind of telling you... Well, it's a message, right? Exactly. It's a message. And it's telling you, let's say, like, this lane is closed because of traffic. Here's how long you can expect to get to this destination, if this is your destination. And it changes. It's actually something that's using a computer to transmit the message. So that's really a modern sign. I don't think they had these like, let's say a hundred years ago. So that's, that's a pretty modern sign. And I think that's cool. I really liked it since looking into it. I've noticed a lot of really interesting messages in and around Los Angeles. They're all
0: over the place yeah I love these signs they're really cool Uh, these are signs that have a screen and they have like text on them but the text is always changing and you know sometimes they'll say slow down sometimes they'll say speed up sometimes they'll say you know get home safely you know whatever the computer wants to say it'll say on the sign and that's really nice that you have different signs out there that will just have different types of text because sometimes signs will have the same thing you got a street name sign that's not going to be variable but with variable message signs they always have this different messages that's why they're called variable message signs you don't know what the sign is going to be because it's very and it's changing all the time. How variable that is is going to depend on the sign, but you see them all over the place. If you're driving down the street, you're driving here and there, you're going to see a variable message sign. They're going to say something different. What did you think about these variable message signs, Jason?
4: I thought it was a great sign. You know, I was thinking it's kind of funny that there's a guy out there whose job is to type these messages on this sign. He's probably sitting there all day. They probably tell him what to type. They tell him if there's an Amber Alert going out. You know, he comes home probably to his wife, talks about what he put on the sign that day. I think it's a great sign, and I think that's a great guy. Yeah, it's a a great,
0: it's an interesting job. That's somebody's job.
1: Have you guys seen some of these um, joke signs where they say zombies, uh, warning zombies are attacking and stuff?
0: Yeah, those are hilarious. Those are super funny. Whenever I see those things, I'm like, that is just a guy who's just hilarious. And it
1: shows that you can have fun with these kinds of signs. They don't all have to be super serious and, and traffic related
0: exactly yeah there it's just a whole like canvas for for creative writing like on twitter like you know we have a twitter account at the critical You check it out there
1: and i think they actually are the same amount of characters with these variable signs that you can have so that's kind of cool um next up we have bilingual sign and this is fun because you were actually talking about this in ireland there are that's what you classify as a bilingual sign
0: yeah that's right so street signs can actually be bilingual too so uh, an actual bilingual sign can be any other type of sign and a bilingual sign refers to when a thing is written in two different languages you can have signs in French and in English or in like Chinese and in English or in Japanese and in, you'll have different combinations of languages and they will be there on the sign for you to read and then when you see something like that it doesn't tell you what the language is you just kind of have to you figure, figure it
1: out and in Canada that is a bilingual country and I saw a lot of French signs and a lot of English signs And that is what makes that place so interesting and unique.
0: And you kind of get to learn different languages, right, just by reading the sign. Exactly.
4: I mean, as long as you know one of the languages, you don't have to figure it out. Your your job is done there.
1: Right. Let's hope you can at least speak one of those languages on the sign.
0: But if you're bilingual, what one do you read? That's a very interesting question. I say you read both
1: of them because you might find a little extra nugget of information in Mm. one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might not, but you might also... You might also have a bit of extra time, and you might read both signs. And you, you're not I mean, always you going to find this.
0: You would really need extra time to read both parts of it. As you're driving down the street, you know, you've got to be making quick decisions. Which sign do you read? Probably the one that's on top, right? Because that's where your eye is going to go. That's generally
1: what the dominant language is in the town, is the sign that's on top. And so you actually might not be in a car. You might be walking down the street um, and see a sign outside of a storefront or
0: something that says, maple syrup for sale, you know. Yeah, but this leads me to think about the really interesting thing about signs is that signs contain text. So Mm. it's a kind of common thing, not all signs, some are like a symbol, but even in that warning sign, which we discussed earlier in the podcast, we had an exclamation mark. That is actually kind of a a part of like text because it's typed, you know, it's like an exclamation point. We use those in tweets and all sorts of things like that. So, but when you have a bilingual sign, maybe one side of the sign has a bigger font or bigger text than the other side, in which case you'd probably be reading that one first. That's the a dominant language in a place where that sign is. So it's just an interesting thing to think about, like all the different text that's on these signs. In a way, a sign is a place for text to exist, uh, out in the world, out in, out in, uh, on the streets, out in 3D space, if you want to have text out there in the world, you've got to have a sign to put it on. Because text is unable to float in space by itself. It requires a kind of backdrop, it requires a canvas, it requires a space on which to exist. And so signs are really where language manages to manifest itself in kind of literal form out in the world. And so they're physical objects, but they're also kind of containers for text, which makes them really interesting. I mean,
4: yeah, what you're touching on is kind of the fundamental purpose for for signs. To have a place for text to settle, basically.
0: Exactly. Now, when you read a book or something, they are all signs too, but they're not three D objects. It's like a bunch of signs. It's like a But Constant yeah, you could sign. you
4: could think of a book as a collection of signs. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, and that's cool because a lot of our listeners out there, the, you know, people that listen to podcasts are predominantly like like listening. Like the experience of language is mostly like listening to people talk. But uh, to some people out there, they actually just do a lot of that. You know, you might be driving to work as you listen to the podcast. You'll actually be doing a lot of reading as you do that. So if you have a long drive it's almost like reading a book because you're reading those signs and honestly when
4: you put the you know this or any podcast on when you're looking down at your iphone for instance you're basically looking at a uh handheld variable message sign that we were talking about earlier Where that's it's cool. changing based on the information that you you need at that point.
0: That's really cool. And you, except this, you know, is obviously more. So we got a duck crossing as well. What do you guys think about that?
3: A really that's great a cute, sign. That's
1: a cute sign. That's a sign you could maybe see in someone's basement in their house, and you might also see it on the street if you live around ducks. So that is serves two functions. It's fun, and it's also serious. You know, it's I informative. Mean,
0: for for people that uh, are just listening in, um, this duck crossing we're looking at it, it's actually really funny. It says quack on it. Uh, which I guess is like uh, a duck makes a sound like a quack, of course. Um, is
4: there a way to put, do you guys have like um, like a blog or something you could put this up on? To, yeah, so we have, have a website, and, and you can check that. out yeah. all
1: of these signs on our website uh, at criticalpod.com.
0: I think people
4: will get a kick out of this sign. People yeah, it's gonna it's
1: love really this funny. sign. It's a hilarious sign, and it's really cute, too. It's it not has just like
0: a duck. It has like quack, and then it has a, a kind of a quacks. big duck, and then lots of the baby ducks, too.
1: I'm a sucker for ducks.
0: Yeah, definitely a thumbs up from me. That's a quality sign, and sign, I like it. Sign so. me up. Yeah. Sign me up.
1: What else do we got, Jason? There is oh, one. Let's get um, the next next one.
0: up, we have a, uh, and I
4: didn't know what this was officially called. It's called the vehicle activated sign. It's one of those, you're all familiar with this. Um, you're driving down a street, and then suddenly there's a, a number that comes up. It tells you how fast you're driving. It says slow down if you're going you know, by a school, if you're going above uh, a certain A certain speed limit. I think this is a great sign. I think this is very useful, and it's almost like an interactive speed limit sign um, In that not that you can change what the speed limit is But it's basically it's telling you what you're doing compared to the, the current speed limit of the street now When I was talking about before we don't usually see speed limits off of highways and freeways This would be you know usually a school zone a neighborhood somewhere where the speed limits gonna be around 25 You drive by, you're going, you know, 32. Yeah. It's going to blink. It's going to tell you that. I I have a funny story, actually. Right at my neighborhood, there is one of these signs. Oh, yeah? And I drove by it, um, and it is active, and it went on. I think I was going, you know, one one or two miles above. uh,
1: And does it tell you to slow down?
4: It just blinks it. uh, Some of them will tell you to slow down. This one just blinks the number, and you see it compared... You know, to the number above it, much like, um, almost like the, the bilingual signs we were talking about before, where it's giving mm, you two yeah. bits of, of similar information. Hmm. Um, but the funny thing was, they had installed a stop sign not more than, like, 20 feet in front of that. Oh. And so I had just stopped. So you know what, actually, I I'll let me amend that, because I was only going about five miles an hour because I had just stopped. I was accelerating from a stop. <laughs> and I think they had installed, and this was the thought I had, was I think they installed that vehicle-activated sign uh, probably a few years ago oh and then there were probably some letters or probably some calls let's put in a stop let's sign. put in a stop sign it's just, stop. people are still going too so fast cool, yeah. they put in a stop sign and they didn't take the other the other sign down oh wow so that' so, becomes funny. That's, so, funny that's fucking well po- I'm just like yeah. this sign is never gonna get activated again unless you unless you a run the stop sign or B, just blast through both of them,
0: in which case, uh, you know, that's a problem.
1: And you're not paying attention to signs, which is a problem.
0: That's definitely a problem. That sounds like a sign overload. That sounds like so many signs. I mean, that's the kind of sign that if you're reading it, you know, it's almost like too much reading, you know, you might... I uh, get distracted. I would say that's, well, that's a bad that, sign if you're doing that. Yeah,
4: that's a bad that's a bad sign. But this sign that we're talking about is a good sign, I think. Yeah. And that is a thing. What you were talking about before, David, the uh, in terms of information overload, I think that's a you know the people who make these signs, I think that's probably you know foremost on their list of concerns when they're putting these together is how to how to simplify, how to, you know, that's why I mean i'm sure we could look this up i i didn't look this up but you know who invented the stop sign that guy is probably or woman that that person is probably super rich rich at this point
0: yeah that's interesting this is interesting yeah probably all the inventors of these signs uh, are probably super rich because they're super famous, right? Like, these are signs that you see all over the place and definitely... I yeah. mean,
4: they're... D- you know, certainly the unsung heroes um, in terms of you you wake up tomorrow, all the signs are gone. Yeah. Chaos. Chaos. What's so, gonna... Yeah, th- yeah, there's
0: gonna be no rules. People are gonna be driving 100 miles an hour yep. everywhere. It's People like aren't gonna perch. know where they are. Like, all of... Los Angeles is just one giant place without any... car. Cr-
1: yeah, it's going to be made. It's like,
0: where do you live? Come to my place. I don't know where that is. I need the street. So, And
1: it's definitely happening. It's going to happen. Oh,
4: you know, even what we're talking about, the guy who added all way to the stop sign is a variation on the stop sign. All
1: oh. way
0: stop. Yeah, that's actually another sign. All way stop is actually a different type of sign.
1: It's an addendum to the stop sign. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's basically saying, let's all stop. We come into an intersection. Everyone is going to stop here. It's a four-way stop.
0: Right. Oh, interesting. All way stop. So all way stop is interesting. Because it's again, it's like three words. And for people that are just, just listening to this, it's a normal stop sign with a sign underneath it saying all way. It's kind of ambiguous. Stop all way. And I guess that means that you're not just like stopping a little bit, you're stopping all the way, right? And
1: not just you, but every car around you that is at that intersection also has to stop no, so because I all think, of the ways.
0: Yeah, I don't, I think, I think you,
4: uh, it's not exactly correct what he said. You're not, you're supposed to stop all the way at every stop sign.
1: That would be known as a rolling stop if you're not stopping uh, entirely, and you can actually be ticketed
0: for that. I just want to also say that I really like this sign. This is one of those ones that you come across and you just realize that this is an absolutely necessary sign, a totally critical sign. And
1: aesthetically, I think it's a really pretty sign, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Honestly, that's what I was thinking. Is like if they
4: hung paintings at every corner, you would be admiring them. But um, for some reason, people don't think the same way about
0: these signs. That's there's right. a lot
1: of... I don't know if you guys are familiar with street art, but there's a lot of this new art form that has emerged where you have a lot of street art. And this, I know
0: street art. It's been around for a while. I've been into that stuff.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I think sometimes I look at a stop sign, an always stop sign, and I think this looks as beautiful as some of the street art that well, the, I see in my neighborhood.
0: The, th- the funny thing about stop signs is they are the original street art before Banksy and uh, you know Trashbird and these other street artists you had stop signs you had actual signs out there that were on the street that were designed works of art that were consumed on... Ma- and we, we take it for granted because it's like, you know, it's so ubiquitous. These things are out there. It's like the air we breathe is stop signs. And the, the reality of it is, is that they are st- street art. I mean, show me a piece of street art that's caused
4: literally billions of people to change their behavior every day.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And this is the thing about a lot of these signs is that they're saving lives. You know, a lot of street art is actually... You know, it's. Uh, I mean, I love it. It's really like probably my favorite form of art. But a lot of the time, they don't really. They're not like saving lives out there. But the thing about street art, they do are, on the,
1: occasion, but but not in the not to the severity that a sign right. like a stop sign. I
0: think do. a lot of street art now is, is gotten more about like poignant commentary on our society. Yeah, I mean, it's you're saving a life if you get somebody you know put down their phone for a for a minute. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, like you know we are on our phones a lot, and I just actually saw a really cool uh, piece of mo- contemporary street art. Uh, which was telling me to put down my phone, and I immediately felt like such this this like real. That's cool. Yeah, this like statement about you know what's really going on in the world, and that no one else was giving me you this message. Were you on your phone when I, you saw it? I actually took a picture of it that and I posted is... it to Instagram because I was like, that is so important, and That's all my cool. followers and all the followers of the podcast really need to know about this. But the truth of it is, is that uh, you know the the, the idea. Of Saving lives through street art is really old and it really goes back to the very first signs we had which were you know
1: It's definitely a play on street signs, especially ones like stop signs Um, Another really interesting one that you find at schools or in neighborhoods with small children is Slow children at play so I actually thought this was slow like the children were slow But it it actually means you should slow down because children are at play And so that's the problem you have with signs is sometimes there's not a lot of punctuation So you have to think fast when you're moving Kind of fast.
0: That's right. For all our listeners at home or on the way to work, uh, the slow children at play sign actually has a little cartoon of a child going really fast. So I think that's there to counteract this message that they would be slow children. Because if they were slow, they might be, you know, walking or, you know, in a uh, in a sort of not on a scooter going really fast. Because it's kind of like speed lines. This is definitely letting you know that it's kind of breaking up the sign into these two components, slow and then children at play. He is, yeah, he looks like he's gone quite fast.
1: Again, you can check out these signs on our website at thecriticalpod.com. And if you want to see any of these signs that
0: we're talking about, so you have a visual reference. You're going to post all of them. We have got to work it out. I mean, we're 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 just figuring working no, we're out, work, it. working it all out. But like yeah, basically if you and also, you know, if you're anyway, you could google any of these things and 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 uh, and find out um, you know, see what they look like. So, you know, a really important one that I'm excited about getting to is another thing that I really like because it gives me really good feeling inside. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say even before I tell you what it is that I like it and that's a welcome sign. Welcome sign is a sign that says the word welcome. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> welcome welcome to the podcast, right? We we say that all the time. Welcome is a really important word, really friendly. It
1: lets the listener or the reader know that they are welcome and that they can come in and listen to the podcast or come into the store.
0: Exactly. Or welcome wherever is a, they are. Exactly. Welcome is like a greeting Uh, It's letting you know that uh, you're going to be comfortable. You're not uh, going to be rejected. And so welcome sign is something that I really like because, you know, it makes you just feel like at home. All of our listeners out there, you're very welcome to support the show. Welcome to help us out. Welcome to keep the show going. And you're welcome to keep listening also, if that's what you want. And you're
1: welcome for all of this great content. We do hours of research and thank you for listening, but also you're welcome for listening. Exactly, you're welcome. You're always welcome for
0: what we do. We got a lot more signs, I just realized.
1: Well, you know, we, we finished with the regular section, but we have a bonus section, which is really cool. Because we have a guest, because we have Jason Walliner, we have we asked him to bring in some signs that he liked. Um, and so this is from his grab bag. This is his special collection of his favorite signs from over the years. So, Jason, we want you to kind of lead this one off. and um I
4: just did some digging, and uh, this was one I've always loved. Uh, you're all probably familiar with it. It's a sign that reads, End Roadwork. And it's a orange sign, you usually see it at uh, basically work sites, construction sites. And I
1: say, Yes, please, let's end road work. There's too much construction in my neighborhood. I agree with that. Is uh, that what that means or no? That's not what that it
4: means. It actually means that, you know, where you're at is the end of
0: whatever road work you you've been driving through. This is kinda of blowing my mind because you know, I've actually seen that sign so many different times, but I never really read it. I never really like looked into it or thought about what that meant. I just thought like, and road work. I mean, what does that even mean? It does seem like, as you were saying, I, you know, in jest, but uh, it seems like a protest sign.
1: Yeah, I get really sick of all this construction that goes on in these, in my neighborhood and in other neighborhoods throughout town. And I feel like I can't even get to the store to get a coffee, which, you know, speaking of going to the store to get a coffee, that's $5. And that's all it really takes to support us—I mean, it's five dollars. It costs you nothing. It—it's the price of a cup of coffee, but it means so much to us. I mean,
0: how many times did you drink coffee, Nick? I drink it every day. There's every not day. a day
1: that goes by that I don't have.
0: And when you're coffee. going out there, that's like five—you know—that's five bucks every day, right? If you're spending five bucks a day, think about like if all of our listeners chipped in five bucks a month, we'd be like you know, able to really, really take the show to the next level.
1: You know, and it would afford me not just the, 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 the opportunity to do the research, which I need time and, and, and resources for that, but it would also maybe help me get a cup of coffee so that I could go get that caffeine fix, my Jones for my cup of Joe, and then come back and dig into this work, this, this hours of of research and stuff. So that's, that's such just a cool little thing that you can do that doesn't take you much but it helps a lot.
4: Um, no, I think you guys do a really great thing and it's um, especially now I think it's good to support this kind
0: of thing. That's right because you know right now we're looking at the just analyzing the whole landscape of media. You're looking at a totally different layout than what it was even five years ago if you think about how media used to work five years ago you're talking about all these old dinosaur companies telling you what to like telling you exactly what's good and what's bad and not giving you the real stuff the real meat the reason we started this podcast isn't really for ourselves but the really important thing was that we were looking around and saying, like, what's out there and what do people really need? And it was like a road without
1: road signs. And so we feel like what we bring to it is that we are the road signs on the podcast highway where you can see where to go, how to speed up, how to slow down, where to get off, where to get on. Where to
4: stop, honestly. That's correct.
1: Yeah. So just segwaying into back into signs, Jason, did you have any other from your grab bag?
4: I did from mine. And honestly, I was a little surprised that, that this wasn't kind of part of the basic package because I feel like this is kind of a perennial uh,
0: it's a one-way sign oh a one-way sign I've seen those yeah you see those in bigger cities right where like older cities like because it's York like City. a sign that you only go down one direction down isn't that right
4: Yeah, it's basically you go down a road and uh, you don't want this sign to be pointing uh, at you is basically the long and short of it. You want to be going the same way that the arrow is pointing on the side. Uh, Sorry for those who uh, who aren't familiar with it. It's a a white sign with a black um, background with a white arrow on top of that and then black uh, text that says one way. And, you know, it's for alleys. It's for um, basically streets that aren't wide enough to support two lanes of traffic uh, or for whatever reason. It's not necessarily about width, uh, I Have you ever say. found yourself going the wrong way on a one-way? Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think that's uh, that's happened to a lot of us.
1: I think that's sort of a universal,
4: yeah. And that basically means turn around if there isn't a, you know, there's no kind of uh, typical turn around sign, but if you see a one-way sign that's pointing at you, <laughs> turn around.
0: Yeah, turn right there, yeah, Amscray, get out of there.
4: So, I, um, yeah, I think it's a great sign, an important sign. That's cool. and, uh, I And I was psyched to get to talk about it.
1: That's really cool.
4: Another one I brought in my grab bag. Um, again, this should probably be familiar to anyone who's taken a road trip or even, you know, kind of gone for an errand that's more than a few minutes. Uh, it's an exit sign uh, off a highway. Typically green and uh, it'll say exit and then a number or a name of a street and then an arrow, usually kind of diagonal and up, up to the right. Mm. And that's going to tell you... Um, the if, direction. The direction. If this is where you want to get off, now's the time, basically. And how
1: do they do the numbers? Is that something that is... they? They keep going up the f- the further you go. Like let's say you missed exit 44, what would it be? Exit 45.
4: Yeah, I think typically uh, if it, if you're working on a number system, it'll go sequential. It Always goes
1: higher, not lower.
4: Um, you know, that not always because I think uh, you know sometimes it'll go north to south or right. uh, or the opposite, and so flips around. Yeah, That's either cool. either way. Um, but it usually is, uh, I would say pretty much in in order. I think if you're mm. at if you miss 44, the next one's gonna be 45. Though sometimes there are modifiers.
0: Will be 44B, for instance. Right, okay. and of course that arrow is going to change too, right, depending on which side of the road you're going to...
4: You know, the arrow is always going to be diagonal. I would say it's typically going to be up and to the right.
0: Sometimes it'll be a left exit. You'll go up and to the left. But it's depending on what direction you're going and, and where you want to go next. And, I, you know, I, this is a great one. I really, I'm really glad you brought this one in because I really like this one. Uh, this is a uh, exit, of course, a classic sign. I mean, we probably should have mentioned exit earlier. Exit is all over the place. Exit will always let you know that this is the place that you go in order to not be where you currently are. And in the case of a freeway, an exit would refer to exiting the freeway towards a different type of street, another street, probably a non-freeway street. Is that right?
4: Yeah, typically. And a lot of time I mean, we are talking about shorthands and like if it were up to me, I would say exit, you know, last chance. Uh, for this exit would be you know it's implied but basically that's right to me there's a there's a ticking clock on a sign like this it's like if you want off now is when you get off if you want to go exit for if we're looking at one that it's just an example that says exit 44, but if you want exit 44, yeah. exit 44 is not going to uh, happen again. It's going to be 45 or 43 or 44A, uh, B, that kind of thing. Um, but to what I was saying earlier, you know, typically I would say it's always going to be uh, a diagonal going upward. Mm. I would say standard is going to be to the right in the United States. I'm not sure. Uh, that's other... right. That's the United States because
0: yeah. we, we drive on the right side of the uh, yeah. Right And Yeah, but but
4: that's not ruling out there will be left exits. That'll also be upward and to the left. I would say o- a very rare that on an exit You would have an arrow pointing down into the right or down to the left.
1: Would you ever exit into another Onto another highway for instance Or would you always be exiting off of a highway onto an off-ramp and then say a road or a street?
4: No, I think if you're kind of staying within the the highway system, you're gonna be uh, You can spend a long time just going from highway to highway Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's also you know what funny You should actually mention that because we're looking at another sign here that I brought in my grab bag and this is one for those of us who have taken road trips. You would be familiar with this. What they're calling it on, on this list is they named highway sign. But I think this is a pretty unique sign. Uh, and it says uh, it's a blue sign with rounded edges and five stars. It's, it says Eisenhower Interstate System. Mm. And uh, Eisenhower was a president. Right. Who, uh, was one was a great president. One of the great presidents who was very um, involved in highways. And that was his kind of whole thing. Right. So wait, what does this sign tell us? it just tells us that what you're on right now and you know taking these exits and going from here to there you know who to thank. And that's rare in a sign is that there's Mm. kind of, you know, like credits
0: at the end of a movie. Um, Yeah. It's like... uh, The work that's been put in. Exactly. And thinking really about street art and encompassing all these different signs, most street art is actually signed by a person. In this case, this is actually how a sign is uh, kind of credited or it's a signed artwork. I would say, yeah, the way that Thrashbird will sign his work is... Eisenhower did the same thing with his highway system. Mm. Got it. Interesting. And the
1: work that we put into the show, we always get credited. I credit you, David O'Reilly.
0: Thank you. I credit you, Nick Thorburn. Really happy that uh, we're doing this and that we're out here and, you know, uh, getting our stuff out there. It's really important, you know, and it's really cool, you know, just looking at the big picture how we can get, you know, people like other other really talented people out there to join us on the podcast. That's really cool. And, you know, you get to chat it up and get to talk about lots of different things. If and- you have
1: ideas for guests or ideas for topics that we have yet to review, you can always hit us up on Twitter, at The Critical Pod.
0: Yeah, I just want to be more specific. Like, if you're out there and you're wondering, like, just if the person is verified on Twitter, we'd really appreciate it if you could point them in our direction. So we'd really we'd love to talk just to kind of filter the weed from the chaff. It would be really important if we could talk to people that are verified on Twitter. That'd be really cool.
1: Jason, um, lastly, any one last sign you have in your grab bag that you'd like to uh, throw our way that we could take a look at?
4: Yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, another kind of uh tried and true sign from the highway system. Uh it's called a Traveler Information Call 511 sign. Mm. Uh, and that is also the 511.
1: I know 911.
4: I was you do you want to you want to try to call it? You want to see what it uh Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's see what it cuz I've never called That's this a fun number. Thing. Yeah. And so, call, um, so it's like n- not 911.
0: Not 911, right? Or 411. That's another one. Oh, yeah. yeah. That means something else. So, 511. Let's just put Let's that. Let's
2: see what happens. This is the new Southern California 511. Please listen closely to the command options. For touch tone, press star 8. To leave feedback, say leave feedback or press star 3 at any time. For our privacy policy, visit go511.com. This is the main menu. Say one of these commands Traffic report, public transit, motorist aid, or more choices.
0: More choices.
2: More choices. Say one of these commands Transfer to a transit agency, Metro Express lanes. Transfer to a transit agency.
4: This is exciting. This is going to be fun. Transfer to
2: a transit agency. Save the transit. Okay, Long Beach Transit, I will transfer Long Beach you transit. now a mess. Okay, canceled. Let's try that again. Okay, transfer to a transit agency. Say the transit agency you want to speak with, or if you are not sure of the transit agency, say, say I'm not. Okay, Orange County Transportation Authority. I will transfer you now unless You say stop or press 1. Welcome to the Orange County Transportation Authority. Para Español, oprima el 8 ahora. Please make your selection from the following five choices. If you are new to OC Bus and need help to plan your trip, press 5. For information on bus routes, schedules and times, fares and the purchase of monthly passes, press 1. To make a comment, complaint, or compliment regarding OCTA, its services, or employees, please press 2 and speak with a customer relations representative. For other OCTA services, including business opportunities, job openings, lost and found, and automobile rideshare information,
0: two. in an effort to provide quality
2: service, your call will be recorded and may be monitored. Thank you for calling the customer comment department at OCTA. Our office is currently closed. To speak to a representative regarding your experience with one of the services OCTA provides to the public, please call back.
0: Fuck. That was an incredible uh, roundup of science. Really, really glad that we managed to get through that. Jason, thank you so much for being part of this episode. And especially for those extra signs that you brought. They were so interesting to discuss. Thanks so much for having me, guys. It was a real pleasure.
1: Yeah, I learned a lot about signs and some of the different signs and what they mean, and I hope you guys did too.
0: I really feel like this is a really informative one, you know, and especially for people out there driving to work, driving to school, driving to college, driving to a date, whatever it is, you're listening to this episode, you want to get an idea of signs, you know. let us know how this episode transformed your experience of signs. We'd really like to know that.
1: Or maybe we missed a sign, maybe you're listening while you're in your car and you saw a sign that we didn't talk about, let us know.
0: Absolutely. I, you know, I'd really love to do a follow-up episode, not only about signs, but also with our special guest, Jason Walliner, who is a friend of the show thanks guys uh again thanks for having me i I would be happy to come back anytime jason um
4: can for for listeners out there how can they find you um uh you can
0: you know just email me basically um okay cool so uh people uh out there um jason is on email and he's uh also uh you can google him and see see pictures and and check him out and uh he's got uh there's some you know they'll find stuff online and he's verified on twitter too so check him out on there as well he's jason molliner on twitter so
1: jason thank you so much for coming we could not be happier to have you and it means so much and we're going to keep following your career and everything that you do and we hope you come back someday and uh let's talk about some more signs
4: thank you guys it was it was a true pleasure Uh, i had a great time
1: all right thank you
4: well so much
1: everybody that concludes another episode of critical uh we cannot wait to come back we have a really exciting couple of episodes lined up right around the corner so keep listening hit that subscribe button if you haven't already give it five stars let people know and just keep doing your thing everything you do that's enough for me
0: yeah i just want to say like you know it really helps out when you uh when you guys chime in and let us know your thoughts and let us know what you're what you're thinking about and we definitely uh definitely read all that stuff and it really means a lot to us so
1: and remember that we are an unbiased unfiltered independently organized media organization
0: and we need you we really require your input and your support and you know particularly your financial support of this kind of thing because you know a lot of podcasts out there are free and you're listening to this for free and that's understandable but at the same time you know that like nothing comes for free there are no free dinners And there are no really, true, truly free podcasts. And this is a selfless thing for us, you know. This is something that we do totally independently. This is totally bootstrapped. This is just, you know, to try and make the world uh, a better place. And um, we can only do that with your help. And so we're happy to... Stay out here, keep doing our thing, keep providing you with all this entertainment. But it's also good to, you know, we also just want to let you know that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, this isn't really a free thing, and this is something where where you step in and you can come in with with your support. So check us out. We're at the Critical Pod on Twitter, and you, the listener, what's your Twitter uh, account? Let us know on Twitter. And if you're verified, hit us up. It'd be great to have you on the podcast.
1: And keep your ears locked in for another episode of Critical, another exciting episode of Critical. Really excited about it is that to drop in one week.
0: Coming right up. All right, Critters. Take it easy out there.
2: This has been a production by Critical Network Media. Subscribe to Critical on iTunes. Where it's the number one podcast. So critical.
3: Brought to you by David O'Reilly and Nick Thorburn.